welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Dan's clowning around. He's off to the National Centre for Circus Arts to take on some tricky challenges. Plus, we're making our very own circus toys too. My name is Bex and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. And today, well, Dan's being a bit of a clown, more, more than usual actually, because he's at the National Centre for Circus Arts in London and we've set him a tricky challenge. We're at the National Centre for Circus Arts with Glenn Stewart, who works here, who teaches, who trains. Glenn, it's such a spectacular building. We're in East London in Old Street. Just tell us about what it is and why we come to be here. Yeah, hi. Um, well, this is, the, as you said, the National Centre for Circus Arts. We are in an old electricity power station um, that was abandoned, disused many, many years ago, and a small group of professional circus artists took it over to develop it into what it is now. So originally we had artists that would be here training, but they started running classes for the general public, and then soon after that we started a degree programme. So there's a, a, a three-year degree in circus arts that takes up most of the building during the day, have these professionals training, and then lots of classes recreation. For, for kids and adults. Now, when me, and I know many people listening here, circus, we think about the big top that tours around and we see some incredible dangerous acts. But there's, there's so much to it, right? Circuses can tour all around the world. Uh, performers are incredibly athletic and professional. What kind of things are you training people to do here? Yeah, well, um, look, we, we think circus is great for, for everybody. So even if you're doing it just recreationally, like it's a non-competitive but still very physically demanding uh, activity, which we think is was excellent. And it works for all age groups. Um, but those that decide to take it more seriously and as part of a profession, you know, they become freelance artists. Uh, and then they will, like you say, potentially travel all over the world, either in small shows or big touring companies like Cirque du Soleil, or all of them working on in cabaret scenes or little shows of their own companies that they set up here, here in the UK or around Europe. I've come here today to do a few activities. You're going to show me the ropes, like literally in some cases. What few things will we be doing today, Glenn? So we're going to have a go at juggling which I think is a really nice introductory point for everybody. You can do a little bit of do that at home with rolled up socks or oranges. So we'll do, do that. We're going to see if we can get you to try and walk across the tight wire, okay, which is quite challenging, but it should be fun. And I think we're going to get you up onto the flying trapeze and uh, see how you go doing a big swing up on that platform that is about four metres up off the ground over there. Yeah, it looks very high and it does look like it's just dangling there and a lot of jumping involved. Uh, Your first reaction of me, I've worn my trackies today, right? I thought I'd wear something loose. I've got decent trainers that give me spring on. In your first impression, do I look like someone who might become a circus, a ringmaster, a, a grand trapeze artist one day? Absolutely. No, yeah, I can see that in the character, the physicality, you're going to have a great time. Physicality, thank you so much. Activity one, Glenn. You've got some juggling balls in your hands. Uh, three balls. I've always been amazed that people can throw and catch and throw and catch. What's the secret to brilliant juggling and why is it so important to learn for circus? Well, the secret is lots of hours of practice, ultimately. Okay, I think three balls is a nice target for most people. I think most uh, novice people can achieve that. Um, but I think from there, it's endless. The combinations of, of, of um, the balls you can throw, the objects you can do, the patterns you can make, it just goes on and on and on. But actually, we find it's really good for um, sort of, sort of neuro- neurological development. So there's, there's balance and coordination that, that can either be a great warm-up for any other physical activity you're going to do, but it is, it's really a mental challenge as as much as it is a, a you know, quite a technical skill. So, as I said before, we don't want to think about anything underneath. It's always up and crossing. 
So I want to start with two balls in one hand, one in the other. You always throw with a hand that has two. And I want you just to let the balls hit the ground, mm -hmm. but they should land, the two that are in your right hand should end up by your left foot, and then the one in your left foot should end up by your right foot. So we're looking at just doing one, two, three. Perfect. And you can hear by the rhythm that they're really going to a nice even height because it's quite a nice one, one two, two, three. Hey! Okay, really nice. Okay, good. So go ahead and do three because you've got it there looking really it's good. It's the, the throw again though, isn't it? That's the trick. That's bit. it. Once, once you're in the pattern, you've got to, that, that one yeah, again needs to go. So always empty your hand. If you've got a ball coming into your hand, there should be one leaving. There you go. Excellent. Some leather, just off-white, very supple shoes that I also feel are, are, are quite rough and quite tough on the bottom of my feet, which might be very helpful for what we're doing next. Just take us through what's happening. Yeah, so we're about to put you onto a tight wire, which is exactly how it sounds. It's a wire that's really tight. Uh, and yes, you're going to walk on it. So the reason we've given you those shoes is because if you're in just socks, it's actually quite painful. If you're on street shoes, there's not enough flex in the bottom of the shoe to, to sort of mould to the shape of the wire. So hopefully this is going to give you a bit of chance to, to do your best without too much pain. So this is a wire stretched a, a few metres, I would say almost five metres, across uh, two platforms. It's not too high off the ground, but it looks uh, like very tricky that I will easily fall off and could gravely hurt myself. What, what's the secret to this? How do I make sure I get from platform one to two across the wire? Yeah, again, you can't, um, you can't beat just a bit of practice, okay? But we're going to give you a few tips on sort of your, your posture, where your arms can go to help you with the balance, where you should be looking. Um, interesting to note that at the ends where it's slightly tighter because it gets closer to the platform, there's less movement and it's slightly easier. In the middle, there's more movement, like a guitar string sort of twangs more in the middle, so you might find it a little less stable in the middle. And we're going to just sort of see if we can get you to... A, from one side to the other, or even maybe trying to walk backwards if, if we're successful for that first task. Yeah, life. So, as I said about the arms, go slightly up and right slightly in front of it so you can sort of see your hands in your peripheral vision. Am I fanning my feet outwards? No, no, good question. Keep, keep them in line with the wire. Bad. Yeah, it's the pigeon toe. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, you're going to try and think about the straight. Okay, that's a good start. So this is now we're going to get you on to just that balance point. So we're going to see if you can find your point of balance and just stay there on one leg. Okay, and you can fight for that as much as you need to. Oh, oh. I think I went too quick on that one. Yeah, and you definitely went into your pigeon toe position. I know, I know. It's going to make it really hard. Yeah. Oh. Very good, very good. Okay, we're going to try something else. We're going to come to this end. Yeah. And you're going to have a go at starting from a couple of steps away. You're going to go up and then just see if you can get across to the platform. Okay. So, looking for about two steps. Glenn, I'm having trouble to breathe. You've strapped me in quite tight. What is this around my waist and why am I looking up at a trapeze? 
Well, yes, that, that's your, um, what we call a lunge belt. So that belt uh, has these metal hoops on the side that we're going to attach some ropes to, and that will just ensure that you leave here today in one piece. So we see some amazing circus performers on trapeze, leaping, doing flips, jumping from one trapeze to another. What, what are you hoping that I will manage to do today? Yeah, basically, we just want to see if we can get you swinging. Okay, so this is called a petit volant, which is a small version of what you might see in a big circus, which is the grand volant, which is much higher and much bigger, and that's where you'll see uh, artists transferring from one trapeze to another. This is um, a, a smaller one, slightly different version of that, but basically you're going to stand up on that platform. The, the bar that you can see hanging will be handed across to you, and we're just going to get you to step off the platform into, into a nice big swing. Put a few swings, and you'll let go and sort of land on the mat over there. So just, just the basics for you today. Okay. Uh, how do we do this? What's the seat? secret to me trying to swing what do I need to do with my body well I'll talk you through it yeah you're going to stand up on the platform and you're going to think about stepping like you're stepping into a swimming pool so you're going to let one foot go off and then the other is going to follow and then you're going to just try and hang and make your body as long as possible your legs are going to be trailing behind you initially and then as they come through you do like a big kick like you're kicking a football with both legs that will take you up towards the front of the swing and then you sort of do that in reverse on the way back there's a chance, that quite often happens, that you'll collide with the platform that you just took off from on the way back. So we're going to try and show you what body position to be in to avoid that. Um, and yeah, it, it, first go will probably be just let's see what happens, how does it feel. Second go maybe we, you can get you to think a little bit more about the technique. It's amazing that this is an art form that has been around in the circus for hundreds of years. How do performers keep making it better and keep doing incredible things that break the mould? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, they, they, uh, the great thing about our performers is that we're not thinking about this as a sport. Like, we're looking for creativity and originality. So artists are quite often looking for ways of doing stuff that hasn't been done before or add a bit of flair to something that's already been done. So, again, it's the combinations of people, the combinations of skills. I mean, it's incredible now with, with YouTube and Instagram how quickly ideas can go viral around the world. So we're seeing a real explosion in, in sort of new ideas and creativity. Um, so it's that continual search to try and be the, the new artist doing something special. Okay, so when you're ready, you reach across, you're going to think arms straight, you're just going to step down towards the red mat, okay? okay? I've got you when you're ready, so you can go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, good. Hang, 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 too early. Kicking now. Okay, next one off at the front. One, two, three. Okay, anytime now you can let go. Okay. <laughs> I thought you wanted to kick. Oh, Sorry, mate. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I'm coming kind of down. Okay, next, next one at the front. Okay. I tell you what, I've really enjoyed my time at the National Centre for Circus Arts. I don't think I'm brilliantly agile and delicate and balanced enough to get it in an afternoon, but I think maybe with some more training, properly putting in the hours to this, I could walk across the wire. I'd be much better at the trapeze. Glenn was a fantastic teacher and... He briefed me on everything I needed to know for the activity and, and let me get on with it, giving me tips and tweaks just to help me here and there. It's a fantastic balance between knowing everything and also just going out there and seeing what you can do. I, I think the trapeze is going to leave me very achy tomorrow, 
discovered different muscles and bones in my body I didn't even know was there. But I really loved a the day out. What a way to spend a morning trying to leap across beams to fly through the sky. Thank you so much to Glenn for helping me discover even more of the clown that I kind of knew was there and for teaching me all about the National Centre for Circus Arts, which you can learn more about right now. Thanks, Dan. You can find out more by searching for the National Centre for Circus Arts. They've got a whole selection of activities that you can get involved in this summer. Now, if you can't get there, don't worry about it. How about we make something at home? Today, we're making our very own juggling stick. First of all, you'll need to gather your materials. You'll need some colourful paper, scissors, markers or crayons, glue or tape, and a wooden stick, like a lolly stick. Now it's time to make a juggling stick. Take the colourful paper and cut out two circles about the size of your palm. These will be the ends of your juggling stick. Then decorate your circles with markers or crayons. You can draw circus animals, stars or anything you like. Once you've done that, glue or tape one circle to each end of the wooden stick. Make sure they're secure and won't come off while you're playing. That wouldn't be good, would it? Awkward! It's time to practice your circus skills. Hold the juggling stick in the middle and try tossing it up in the air and catching it. It might take a few tries to get the hang of it, but the key is don't give up. You can even challenge yourself by trying to juggle with two sticks. Whoa, that would be amazing. If you want to get really creative, you can make multiple juggling sticks in different colours and sizes. Then you can practice juggling with more than one stick at a time, just like a real circus performer. Remember, learning circus skills takes practice and patience. Make sure you have loads of fun experimenting with your juggling stick and try to come up with your own tricks. Who knows, you might become a circus star in no time. I'll make sure I come and watch. Thanks, Georgia. And just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you fancy. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner, with additional editing from Georgia Kane. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.